welcome you to Alger Assembly of God. We welcome you to Facebook Live. We welcome you to this series, Questions Jesus Asked. We see as you look in the Word of God, Jesus asked many questions. He didn't answer a whole lot of them directly, but many who go through and you read and you dig into Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and you see, you see that he asked question after question after question. Somebody counted them up and came up with 307 questions that Jesus asked. In fact, if you go back to the very beginning, the first recorded words of Jesus from the Gospel of Luke. Luke 2 records Joseph and Mary losing Jesus in Jerusalem at the Passover. And Luke 2.46 says this, After three days they found him in the temple, sitting among the teachers, listening to them, and asking them questions. Now, many questions were straightforward. Many of them were more like parables where he wasn't necessarily asking for his own benefit, but it was for those who were listening or on behalf of the person being asked. So the question we're going to be looking at today is a question that Jesus asked Bartimaeus. You know, blind Bart that Brooklyn was talking about at the beginning of our service. It was directed to him, a blind man begging on the side of the road, and here was his question. Do you want me to do for you? Pretty powerful, pretty straightforward, pretty open-ended question. Now, here's the bad news. This Bartimaeus, he had a, a really rough family history. That, that name Bartimaeus, that prefix bar, it means son of. So he was the son of Timaeus. So it wasn't necessarily that his name was Bart or Tim. He was the son of Timaeus. Now, Timaeus, that name, meant, are you ready? Timaeus means polluted, nasty, dirty, corrupt, filthy. I'll stop there. So Bartimaeus was the son of the filthy man, the son of the corrupt man. This, this is not a very good beginning or start. Not only did he have that rough family upbringing, but he was blind and he was a beggar. So he was not able to provide for himself. He, he, he needed to live off of what other people would do and bless for him. A lot of bad news in his life, but there was some good news. And the good news was that Jesus was stopping by. Because how many of you know that things change with Jesus? Oh, that was good. Hit that like, hit that comment button. Things change with Jesus. And so this morning we're gonna be looking at uh, this thought or this principle how to experience a miraculous recovery. We're going to take a look at Bartimaeus and how his sight was recovered. Well, he had some bad news and good news in his life. It probably is the same as you and me. Now, we're probably not the son of the corrupt. We're probably not blind or a beggar. Those things might not all describe you, but I bet we face some of the same things. He had some family issues I bet that there are a number of you that are watching and you've got some family issues and challenges and struggles. He faced some physical challenges in his blindness. And I'm positive that there are many of you that are facing difficulties in your physical body. He faced as well some of the, the challenges to spiritual, relational, physical, financial. And you probably are facing those same things today. 
Much like Bartimaeus, I've got good news for you. Jesus is stopping by and things can change with Jesus. So this morning, as we jump into the Word of God, I invite you to grab your Bible, turn to Mark chapter 10. We're going to begin in verse 46 as as we jump in and, and look at a number of principles on how we can experience a miraculous recovery. The first one is this, I believe we need to cry out to Jesus. Verse 46 and 7 reads like this, And they came to Jericho, and as he was leaving Jericho with his disciples and a great crowd, Bartimaeus, a blind beggar, the son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. He began to cry out. I think I woke up shadow. He cried out. He was, he was putting some passion and some energy behind this. Now, perhaps Bartimaeus had heard about Jesus and had heard that he heals. Even without social media and Facebook Live like we have today, word had spread that Jesus heals. The, the deaf, the lame, those with demons, the lepers. I mean, Jesus was healing many lives. Isaiah chapter 35 had prophesied that the coming Messiah would do just this. As well, there are other recorded instances of Jesus with miracles. In fact, healing blind individuals even before this. So he probably realized that crying out to Jesus was his only hope. Only Jesus could save him. And only Jesus is able to save and rescue and provide and heal you and me. You see, we cry out to so many sources. There are friends and family and co-workers and neighbors and classmates. There are so many different individuals that we seek for help. But if we truly want recovery, if we truly want the miraculous, we've got to seek and cry out to Jesus. Here's what I know. We can cry out to Jesus and He will hear. Even in the midst of the crowd, there were people that are following Jesus all along the way, he called out, he cried out, and Jesus heard. I want to encourage you, don't wait, don't delay, take advantage, even of this morning, Sunday morning Facebook Live, take advantage of this opportunity and cry out to Jesus. In fact, Romans 10.13 says, Everyone who calls out or cries out on the name of the Lord shall be saved. So maybe you desire the miraculous in your life. You're facing physical, financial, relational, spiritual needs. I want to encourage you today to cry out to Jesus. Secondly, I want to encourage you to stay persistent. Stay persistent. Verse 48 says this, And many rebuked him, telling him to be silent. But notice what he did. He cried out all the more. Son of David, have mercy on me! Okay, our, our whole house is awake at this point. Just, just checking to make sure the rest of the family is awake. Stay persistent. He did not give up. In fact, he got all the more louder, it says. I want to encourage you. Be persistent. 
don't quit, don't give up. Now, when he was calling out and crying out, the people that were around him, they weren't patting him on the back saying, great job, Bartimaeus. He'll hear you. He'll do something. In fact, instead of helping him, they rebuked him and they told him to be silent. Uh, to be rude, they might, we might say, they told him, shut up, be quiet, be still, be silent. But he would not. He shouted and cried out all the more. I want to encourage you to be persistent and not listen to the crowd. You see, all those other people in the crowd that were saying to be quiet, they could see. He was the one who was blind. He was the one who really needed something from Jesus. So if you've got a need, I want to invite you to make it known to Jesus. Let him know, call out, cry out. But keep doing that. Stay persistent. Don't stop. Ask, seek, knock, pray, and trust in God. Understand this. The enemy is going to do everything he can to keep you from getting to and connecting with Jesus. Don't let anyone or anything come between you and him. Stay persistent. Don't give up. Those voices that are speaking into your life, are they nudging and encouraging you closer to Jesus? Or are they bringing you and dragging you away from Him? So you want a miracle from Jesus in your life? I invite you to cry out to Him, to stay persistent. And number three, eliminate distractions. Verse 49 says that Jesus stopped and said, call Him. And they called the blind man, saying to him, Take heart, get up, he is calling you. Now we'll stop a moment before we get to verse 50. But don't you find it interesting, the very same ones who were saying, Shut up, are now saying, Get up. Interesting. Now they're saying, Get up, he's calling you. Bartimaeus, he wants you. He wants to touch and talk and minister to you. But what did he do? Verse 50. It says, throwing off his cloak, he sprang up and he came to Jesus. Here's what I know. We must get rid of anything that keeps us from Jesus. And for him, as a blind man begging on the side of the road with, with not very much of anything to his name, that might have been about all that he had. His cloak, this outer coat or outer robe might have been the only thing of value that he owned. It was probably the, the warmth or covering at night, potentially the shade that he might have used during the day. But in other words, as he got rid of that, he's basically saying, I'm not going to let anything come between me and getting to Jesus. Now listen, there are all kinds of distractions, even good things in our life. But let's not let them keep us from Him. In the midst of the coronavirus, in the midst of our social distancing, in the midst of having church service online, I'm thankful for so many of you who are saying, I want to hear from Jesus. I, I want to be able to, to know what God has to say for me today. So don't let anything come between Jesus and you. Could, could you imagine throwing everything of value aside? Now you and I, 
I'm sure we've got a lot more than just an outer cloak. We've probably got a closet full of stuff. We've got all kinds of entertainment gadgets and technology and possessions in our, in our world and our home. Are we willing to put all of those things aside and seek after, call after, cry out, and be persistent to seek after Jesus? He eliminated distraction. What is it that you want? What is it that, that you need God to do in your heart, your life, your body, your family? Let's reach out to him, not in arrogance, not in pride, not in for me, but in humility, asking Jesus, would you help me to recover this? Would you help and bless in this situation in my life? Want a miracle? Want the miraculous? We cry out, stay persistent, Eliminate distractions. Reach with humility. A couple more and we close. Number five, I invite us to be specific. Again, as Jesus asked him the very same verse, he said, Rabbi, let me recover my son. He was specific with Jesus. He was clear. It wasn't just, well, I'm not feeling good. It wasn't just, I want to get better. He said, I want to see. Help me to recover my sight. Someone said that many times specific prayers are met with specific answers. It's an encouragement to specifically share what it is that's upon our hearts and what we desire from the Lord. What is it that you really want or need? Be honest, be specific, and let God know. Confess that you can't make it without Him. Now, let's be cautious. Understand this is not a name it and claim it situation. This isn't a million dollars and a Mercedes in every garage. This, this isn't just, you know, blind trust that says, I want everything, God. That's what I want. But understand, though it's not a name and claim it, we are counting upon and standing upon the goodness of God as a father who loves to bless his children. Let me put it to you like this. Uh, with our girls... They've got birthdays coming up. Now, you saw Autumn helping and, and uh, allowing me to help her with the game. She's got a birthday coming up next month in April. Brooklyn, who did the devotional, she's got a birthday coming up in May. So whether it's birthdays or Christmas, uh, we, we invite and we ask our girls to, to come up with the list. What is it that you want? Now, as we do that, that doesn't necessarily guarantee that they receive every single thing on the list. You see, as, as parents, as, as mom and dad, we, we want the best, but we also know the best for our girls. Sometimes that means they get a whole bunch of it, but maybe not all of it. In some cases, maybe we see that request and we see or believe, maybe that's not the best thing, or maybe it's not the best thing now. Maybe it should be that he gives it to us when covered his sight and followed him on the way. The encouragement is we must follow Jesus wherever he goes. When we receive the blessings of God and when we receive that miraculous and, and when God heals and blesses and guides and directs, it nudges us and encourages us and challenges us to continue to follow after Jesus. Now it wasn't very long after this, Jesus began making his way towards the cross. Ultimately, it was 
to die on the cross for your sins and my sins. It was the sacrifice, the giving of his life. Are we willing to obey him and follow him even though sometimes it leads to sacrifice? See, following him means going wherever he goes. Follow after Jesus. Have you cried out to him? Are you staying persistent in your cries? Are, are you eliminating distractions and, and keeping anything that would come between you and him away? Have you reached out with humility? Weeks and months, maybe years, you've got physical hardships, you've got financial challenges. Everything with this coronavirus has challenged our culture, our society, the economic fabric. It's, it's hitting just about every home. I know it's, it's challenging. Whether it's physical, financial, relational, or spiritual, you've got a need, and I want to encourage you that good news is here. Jesus is passing by. Just as Jesus was passing by Bartimaeus, Jesus is, is passing by you. He's passing by me. He's passing by this opportunity today, even on a Sunday Facebook Live. I encourage you. He's available. Don't let today be a day of regret. Don't let today be a missed opportunity. Do what he did. Do what Bartimaeus did. Call out. Cry out to Jesus and trust him for the miraculous.